of the Google Doc. A lot of, a lot of sad stuff, but I think we're going to have a fun time anyway. <laughs> what a statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things are bad, but we don't care. We're going to find a way to make it fun. Like, morning news. Oh, God, no, that's a terrible comparison we do not want to draw. Yeah, let's not. Mm. Mm. Instead mm. of doing that, let's do episode 64 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. Today on the podcast, we have the only man who can navigate the cutthroat world of professional yodeling, Ryan Holtz. Uh, that one yodel kid is a hack. <laughs> He's garbage, and we all know it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are watching the birth of a yodeling feud that will last at least half a century. Yeah, or until that kid gets popped. <laughs> Cause he, oh my god. He's starting shit, man. <laughs> this ain't no game, man. The hustle's real. You gotta watch your back. I don't even know his name. And that Andrew, you do. I know you do. Me? Yes, I know you know his name. I knew it at one point. Oh, uh fucking uh I wanna say Mason Ramsey. I don't that's that close. I don't know right. if that's it. That sounds right. He was on the Me? Old Town Road remix. Was he really? Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Oh, the big one, Mason Ramsey, <laughs> the yodel oh my kid. God. <laughs> I knew you knew it at one point because you definitely had said it, and I was like, okay, sure. Yep. The Old Town Road the remix featuring Young Thug and Walmart yodeling. Kid. <laughs> 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 that, that that's his uh, performance name. His, his birth name is, you know, Mason Ramsey, but when he's on stage, you call him Walmart mm. Yodeling Kid. No. <laughs> you have a good guy guarding your back, Ryan, and that guy has no less than three switchblades on him at any time. Andrew Clark. Hi, I'm Andrew Clark, and I like to carry illegal weapons. It depends on the state, right? Is it for self-defense? Is it for crimes? Is it for selling? Is it for aesthetics? You'll never know until it's too late. And by that, I mean, yes, they are for crimes. <laughs> and while, yes, it does depend on the state... I don't believe I live in one where switchblades are illegal, Lucas. Uh, I'm sorry, where switchblades are illegal? I, I don't think they are legal oh. here. I don't know if they're illegal anywhere. I mean, like, if you can walk around with swords in Texas, I feel like switchblades are... You can walk around with anything in Texas, except for maybe a switchblade. <laughs> for some reason. Oh, and I'm I, I'm Lucas, by the way. I uh, uh, I, I own a Rick and Morty hat. The writer. Jesus. Boo. 
Jesus. <laughs> Mother of God. It takes off sunglasses. Mother of God. This man owns a Rick and Morty hat. So, a lot of news happened this past week. Do we want to talk about it? No. <laughs> nope. And there you go. That's episode All right, everyone, that was our show. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Please give us money on Patreon. And uh, <laughs> if, if, you, if you, you like later. to read about anime, I happen to know a great anime writer. Oh, who is he? Jason Schreier. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our podcast is sponsored by Crunchyroll. Use coupon code We're Fucking Hacks to get 15% off your first month. Um, All right, Lucas, make us sad. Uh, okay, so this first one isn't so much sad as it is what the fuck? Don't you have a PR guy to handle this shit? Um, Iron Fury developer Voidpoint walks back on their promise to remove content that belittles the LGBTQ community uh, and their donation to the Trevor Project after their game was review-bombed by people who said uh, they want that belittling content in their games. Yeah. It's kind of weird, right? Right. Like, it... It was also a lot weirder because there were multiple steps where people found out that, you know, the, you know, the things were in the game that developers had put uh, a couple of, off, like, distasteful jokes in the game. And they said, hey, this isn't good. And the, the devs were like, uh, yeah, maybe you're right. And then they took it out. And then the fans were like, no, censorship is bad. And then the devs were like, yeah, you're right, censorship is bad. It's back. <laughs> like, yeah, that tweet that you linked, th there were two different tweets mm -hmm. from them. The first one, I was like, oh, you know what? That's a really reasonable take. Like, I really mm -hmm. appreciate that the company knew what they were talking about. And then the second one came in, and I'm like, oh, that must have been their old opinion before they kind of wisened up. No, that's the new one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> First of all, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, this isn't really censorship. Like, we're just trying to change a joke that, you know, is a, like, dumb one that we realize that, oh, people can find that easily offensive, and we'll change it. Yep. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then the second one was like, oh, man, if you think this is a slur, then you're an idiot. Like, wow, you're offended by anything. And I'm just like, wow, that must have been... You know, their old opinions. Nope. <laughs> That's the new one. What? That's the one they developed. What happened in those six days when they decided, you know what? Oh, gay is the hill to die on. Yeah, they literally said this a, a stupid joke about gay on. soap isn't the hill to die on. And then they literally, like, died on that hill. <laughs> like they, they fucking alamode on that hill. I don't understand. It really... I, there must be two different people, right? Like, one was running I mean, it the I'm, first time. I'm sure time. those tweets were written by two different yeah, people, yeah. but at the same time, like, there is one central person making these decisions, or at least a group of people, and that, that group didn't change. The leadership didn't change in those six days. <laughs> yeah. I, it's just weird. It's pretty strange. And... I don't think I ever saw... Well, granted, this is an indie game that was never really, like, super on my radar, but I don't think 
I saw anybody saying, yep, this game, Ion, uh, Ion, Iron Fury, whatever, is canceled now because of comments from the developers and these dumb jokes in it. It was more like, hey, this shit is in here, and if you have an issue with that, maybe don't support this. And, like... Yeah, the the response from, like, the gay community was not, like, like, oh, my God, you know, like, worst people ever. It's just like, hey, guys, like, we found this thing in there. We don't really appreciate that. And then it was like a... Yeah, okay, you guys are right, you know? <laughs> and then people are like, wait, no, don't listen to them. Like, wait, yeah, you're right, fuck you. <laughs> this is where we make our stand. Oh, gay brand soap. Yeah, and it's the soap thing, right? Yeah. Like, the the bag there one was, a, was removed. Yeah, but that was in, like, a room you had to, uh, yeah. like, clip Console into. Or bra- yeah, into, yeah, yeah. Was, wasn't designed to be viewed, and apparently it was, like, a rogue developer, they claim. I, yeah, so. I'm not sure how much of that i buy but i whatever benefit the doubt and the I dev guess. said fuck politics and it's like not really a political issue no and <laughs> like you also this is basic human rights you also can't make the argument that uh no there isn't really anything like political in our game for people to worry about while also making the argument that we're not gonna let sjw censor our game it those are contradictory statements just yeah. like our, you know, like our community is not political, and if you think it is, you're a fucking libtard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's not like they had a libtard or a Republic C word joke in there. Like it was, it was just kind of <laughs> a dumb throwaway. They were like, "Olay, oh, what if we change the name because that's what you do in video games to make it funny." Oh, we can do this. Hilarious. And they're like, oh, maybe it's not that funny. And then they're like, no, that's funny. That's really funny. Don't you dare try to censor our humor. We are the funniest people. And this is not offensive. And if you think so, you're just being a political idiot. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. It's crazy. Go watch the Joker movie. Yeah. I don't know. That never offended anyone. Actually, I don't know. I haven't seen anything. I'm, so I'm, I'm starting to see early reviews for it. and uh, Actually, no, it did, didn't it? Because people were like, no, mental health. It, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, that's the character. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's literally what the character. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Um, because of a leaked case for the Switch, uh, Overwatch might be coming to the uh, portable console. Just in time. Right? <laughs> right at the peak of Overwatch's popularity. They get that Switch port in there. It's beautiful. Is is this kind of where the Tracer in Smash Bros. rumors stemmed from? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because um, that was another thing. I don't really think it went anywhere. But I... Like, like Nintendo put on a forum about Smash Bros. Like, hey, there's going to be another... Uh, character coming to Smash Bros. It's a female. It's like not a Nintendo IP, and it's not anyone that anyone asked for. <laughs> that wasn't. <laughs> and then like, and then that day, like the the Overwatch uh, case leaked, so some people thought it was Tracer. But... That wasn't like an official Nintendo thing. That was supposedly a Nintendo insider. But yeah, there's okay. there's a lot of okay. there's a lot of conjecture on who the next Smash character is going to be right now. Um. Could be anyone. I really want it to be Travis Touchdown. And and I want the intro trailer for him 
to be a bunch of Smash Bros. characters fighting, and then Travis just walks in, and he says something like, What is this? Some kind of battle royale? And then they all just start beating the shit out of him. All right. I want it to be Waluigi. <laughs> yeah! I think wow. Get the big it's dick pretty... banded in there. Dude, his moveset would be so great. It's just all the, all the flailing limbs. All the crotch chopping. Yeah, man. It is, it is embarrassing. I, I played a little uh, Super Mario Strikers lately on the GameCube. Hell yeah. And man, watching him swag victory walk away <laughs> after winning a game. It's just he's a perfect character. It's ridiculous. <laughs> there is a video of Charles Martinet uh, doing voices for different Mario characters in the booth, and he is just going ape shit for Waluigi. Damn. Uh, speaking of Mario, though, Mario Kart Tour drifts onto mobile devices on September twenty fifth. Yeah. Is this how... This, this seems like an easy one, you know? Yeah. I don't... Yeah. Do people like racing games on phones? Eh, I don't know. I've always thought that unless you have a controller, racing games are pretty rough. I think that Mario Kart is a racing game that would be easily translated to a phone, as long as you had the uh, motion controls on. You tilt the steer and... You hold the right side of your screen to so go forward, to, and you're yeah. gonna have to drift. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have to use items, hold items. I don't know. I mean, it might be like a really basic version, uh, and just play not like Mario Kart. That's almost certainly what this is gonna be. I was just hopeful that maybe this would be how we get the uh, fucking eighty race uh, competitions going again. Now that we're all out of college. Oh my god, the three-hour Mario Kart <laughs> tournament. It's good stuff, man. It was glorious. Um, I can't help but think of this next news item in terms of, like, a Werner, uh, Werner Herzog story. So can, can I just do it during a, doing a Werner Herzog impression? Werner Herzog, the star of D D Disney's The Mandalorian. Yes. <laughs> and nothing else. <clears throat> Telltale Games rose to fame due to their depiction of Nazi... Uh, not Nazi. Zombies. <laughs> what? Telltale Games Whoa. rose to fame from their depiction of zombies. But they, in fact, were the ones to become a zombie. Truly a testament to how we will all one day just become nothing but shells of our former selves. You know he's German, right? <laughs> now now do Sir David Attenborough. <laughs> Hello! Telltale... No, come on. <laughs> Telltale games. Rose to fame. By being a zombie. <laughs> um, Truly a testament to how we all fall back to our nature. Here, the female Telltale game. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now do the Leo DiCaprio. 
when I was 29 years old, Jeez. I made $49 million a year, which really pissed me off because I was $3 million short of a million a week. Now do Morgan Freeman. Telltale game. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to Vernon's They're all similar. Yeah. Old men with voices that lend an air of like actual legitimacy right. to anything that they're reading. <laughs> um, two women accuse Skyrim oh. composer Jeremy Sowell. Oh. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep going. Yep. Also, Morgan Freeman got me too. So that's actually a problem. Yep. Uh, yeah, just to close out on the Telltale Games thing, um, two people who were not involved with the company uh, bought, they essentially bought the company uh, after it went bankrupt, and their plan for the future of it really isn't super clear right now, and they just kind of offered people who used to work there full-time freelancing positions and... It's not a great situation. Whatever whatever games the new Telltale Games puts out in the future, if any, it's not it's just not the same company anymore. And whatever kind of weight the Telltale Games brand carried isn't going to apply going forward. And that's weird and kind of crummy, I guess. Telltale Games rose to prominence. <laughs> I found out yesterday that Christopher Walken voiced a character in Digimon. Whoa. Was it Christopher Walker or Walken? Christopher Walken style? Yep. Like, was he? Wow. It, it, and it was Ice Devimon. <laughs> Ice Devimon. What did Go. they say? Yeah. Slash your enemy. Thank you. Your opponent, if you will, hard in the face. Ice Devimon. Thank you. Wait, so he, okay. did Go. did Devimon have voices? Uh, yeah, Devimon was a character in like the original Digimon, and then like I think it was the fourth Digimon series, Ice Devimon showed up. But like. I don't know, is it like Pokemon where they just say their name or Oh no, no, like all Digimon <laughs> all Digimon fully have complete linguistic ability. Okay. I would love that shit. <laughs> Christopher Walken. Ice Devimon <laughs> Ice Devimon. Or or him as like Pikachu. <laughs> Pika Cho. <laughs> Gotta hit the low though. The the low voice. Sometimes he hits that whisper. I think. Do either of you guys remember the Batman Beyond cartoon? No. I remember it, but not much. Their like their version of the Scarecrow was just a guy doing a Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, but yeah, two women accused Skyrim composer Jeremy Soule of sexual misconduct and rape. Uh, the two women, who I'm not going to name here, uh, had worked with Soule on previous projects um, and described his uh, sexually aggressive behavior and him impl implying that if they did not have a romantic relationship with him, 
uh, he wouldn't work with them professionally and would uh, kind of uh, hinder their careers in whatever way he could. Yeah. It's not, uh, not a great situation. Uh, very much similar to how a woman has accused the Oculus Rift co-founder, uh, Michael uh, Antonov, of sexually assaulting her while demonstrating uh, the VR headset before it was available to the public. Classic. And then what might be the worst of these three stories is one of the developers uh, for Night in the Woods and other indie games, uh, Alex uh, Hol- uh, Holka, uh, committed suicide after numerous women accused him of abuse and sexual misconduct. Um, very much, very much. People have described it as he was dealing with a lot of demons and that uh, often manifested in some of his abusive behavior and that now his passing is being kind of used as a rallying point for the uh, Gamergate crowd to start harassing people again. And it's just a not fun, very concerning time all around. But we don't have to talk about any more of that because there's a teaser trailer for Rise of Skywalker out. It simultaneously looks like something made by a Star Wars fanatic and somebody who has never seen a single Star Wars movie. How much new footage is in this? I think it's all new footage. Well, Well, like the first... Oh. The first, like, minute of it oh, is... that's what you mean. Okay. Like, clips from uh, the other movies. And then the second minute of the two-minute trailer is pretty much all new footage, I believe. I th- well, no. There's also stuff from episode seven in here. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, the first minute is, like, pretty much just clips, like, little clips from all the other movies. Ah. And then halfway through, you get to clips from the the new movie. I I feel like J.J. Abrams walked into a room and said to a bunch of people, All right, guys, get this. We're going to make Rey even cooler and more badass now. And unlike any other character in the Star Wars franchise, because now she has a dual-ended lightsaber. Well, and everyone, everyone was too afraid to tell him it had happened before. JJ, we already, we already did that. <laughs> it also, it just kind of folds out and looks. I think it looks really fucking dumb because <laughs> <laughs> it's she's like holding one handle and then there's another handle in front of that handle, and they both have blades, and then she like presses a button and it folds into two. I don't, I don't get it. That's how how it works. Well, if you don't get that shit, feast on this, motherfucker. What if in this completion of the trilogy, we suggest that, whoa, maybe Rey is evil now. Nobody's ever done that before, especially in Star Wars. (laughs) 
That's yeah. So fake. Like that's <laughs> the most obvious fake out of all time, right? Yeah. And yeah. Star Wars did that twice. <laughs> with, well, with, to be fair, one of the times, like, that was the whole point, right? Right. <laughs> One of the times and, it was it wasn't like a shock, like wow, Anakin, Anakin turns evil. evil? <laughs> what? I never would have guessed. But I mean, like basically the entire series is made up of like people that were good, now now not good. Okay, you get it? <laughs> they were good and now they're not. Like that's everyone. That's all of the characters. Or you could argue that they were never really good and just using the the light side of the force for their own gain until it no longer suited them. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I... Nur- nature versus nurture. Oh! <laughs> I think we just cracked the code. I believe that you can be born bad. Mm. Mm. And I can tell if you're bad by the way your skull looks. I knew you I can you were tell that you're bad by the color of your lightsaber. Yeah. What clothes do you wear? Yeah. Do you wear a hood? You are bad. <laughs> Red sword? Bad. Black clothes? Bad. <laughs> Pale skin? <laughs> bad. Burn? <laughs> do you have facial burns or other disfigurements? Bad. <laughs> A lot of tattoos, probably evil. Do you look cool? <laughs> probably evil. <laughs> do you <laughs> Do you look white bread and boring? Probably good. Were you raised in a desert planet and you really don't like it? <laughs> evil. Or good. Yeah, or good. <laughs> that was a toss-up. <laughs> That's not one of the deciding factors. Um... Also, I guess the Death Star is... One of the Death Stars is going to be in this movie, and... But, like, just, like, it crashed, right? Yeah. I don't know. I... It... I don't don't know, man. Like, of course I'm going to watch it, and maybe it'll still be good, but this just kind of looks dumb. It's going to be the same fucking thing, except worse. Yeah. I'm someone who thought that, like, The Force Awakens was, you know, like a fun callback movie that really didn't have much substance. And I, I actually really liked The Rise of Skywalker, but this, uh, or, uh, I mean, uh, no, what's it called? What was the last one? Episode 8. I'm a big Star Wars fan. <laughs> what, what was the movie called? Um, why am I blanking on this, too? The, the Last The, the Last, last Jedi. Jedi. Yep. I, yeah, but, like, I, I really like The Last Jedi. But this kind of looks not great. I wow. Can I throw out my dumb? Who could have predicted this? Can I throw out my dumb? We what get it, Ryan. Mad you genius. Have seen, you've seen the future. What mad genius could have predicted the downfall of the Star Wars cinematic universe? Bounty hunting is a complicated business, <laughs> wouldn't you say? Shouldn't he be? respected as an oracle of truth and his opinion be always correct i don't know that is not for me to decide can 
Can I throw out my dumb fanficy thing I want to happen? Ficky. <laughs> sure, Lucas. This whole fucking series has been a dumb fanficy thing. Lay down your ficky, Lucas. <laughs> fanficky. Um. Fictiony. Fanficky. That's some weird shit, man. Ficky sounds like a weird slur. Oh, yeah. Okay, fictiony then. Out. I do not want to. Yeah. Okay. I I apologize if that is unintentionally offensive to anybody. Um. All right, so they're bringing back bringing back one of the Death Stars. I want, I want the Death Star to get rebuilt somehow, and then there is a Unicron esque transformation sequence. Where it just becomes a stormtrooper. Just a giant robot, and then that robot has an equally giant lightsaber. So, Pacific Rim? Yes. Okay. But, like, moon-sized. Whoa. So, like... Uh, I don't even know. Unicron? Yes. The thing that you just said? I said Unicron, yep. (laughs) I don't speak nerd. You know what Unicron is. I actually don't. No, not at all. Okay, so Unicron. I gained it from context clues. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know what Unicron is, but I'm guessing it's a giant, like, robot ball that turns into, like, a Transformer, like, person-looking robot, right? Uh, that is correct. Unicron is yeah. a planet-sized <laughs> transformer who's kind of like a primordial being in the lore who, like, existed before the Autobots, Decepticons, and even Cybertron was a planet. And on top of being just, you know, cool and giant, Unicron's big thing is that it was... um the last performance given by yeah. Orson Welles Orson before Wells. his passing. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Star scream. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever anyone talks about Transformers, all I can think about is Adam Kovic going, Star scream. <laughs> uh, Did... <laughs> Good shit. <laughs> Do you guys know that Megatron's first transformation was just a gun? <laughs> and that Starscream would shoot him at people? <laughs> this is so dumb, you guys. Is it dumber than the uh, Flaming Hot Cheetos movie? No, it's not, because it's actually a touching story. It is. Yeah. Take it away. It's going to be... There's going to be a biopic directed by Eva Longoria in her directorial debut. Hell yeah. About the guy who invented Flamin' Hot Cheetos, which is actually like a really unique story where he was a janitor working at Frito-Lay and he realized that Cheetos wasn't like catering to the Hispanic market at all. Mm -hmm. So he like started experimenting using like different Mexican spices on Cheetos and invented Flamin' Hot Cheetos and then pitched it. And everyone loved it, and it blew up, and now it's flaming Hot Cheetos, and he's, like, really successful. Straight up American dream, yeah. Yeah, so they're telling the story of his life, which is kind of fucking amazing. Okay, can I... I don't like flaming Hot Cheetos. 
but I love this. <laughs> Can I? Does this movie have a title yet? I don't think so. No. If it is anything other than Cheetos colon, some like it hot. This movie is not branding itself correctly. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what they're gonna go with. I mean, maybe they don't want to pigeonhole him. Mm. It's just just the maker of Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Maybe they want to go all over the place. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Somebody who works in a more creative field, I often have that worry of like, what if this is just the thing I'm known for? But if <laughs> at least you're known. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. And also. If you're the dude who invented Flaming Hot Cheetos, that is a pretty cool thing to be known for. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I've i never understood that. When someone's like, oh, I'm pigeonholed. Like, everyone just sees me as Frodo. And it's like, well, yeah, but that's an awesome role. That's fucking cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe's like, I'm just always going to be Harry Potter. And it's like, well, yeah, but that's awesome. <laughs> At least you're known for something. Jeez. <laughs> um, and PewDiePie is known for being the first independent creator to reach 100 million subscribers on YouTube. Seemingly falling back into the platform's good graces in the process. Uh, and of course, this means that Felix is likely to do something deeply problematic or offensive in the next three months, like clockwork like the cycle that has gone on for the past half a decade now. Yeah. I think he's streaming less, though, now, Ooh. if I'm not wrong. And that's where... That's where a lot of the, the slip-ups <laughs> happen. The, li- the live, hot, that's, unedited yeah. takes That's where from. he's yeah. uncut, and he can't, uh, can't hold back, apparently. <laughs> so. What am I supposed to do? Not say all this bad shit? Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Not be problematic and say terrible things? That's just, I mean, that's not me. That's not my brand. <laughs> so, what 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 do you think the material of his button's going to be? Oh, man. Like 1 million has a gold, 10 million has diamond. What's what's 100 million? Wood. Platinum. Is platinum more valuable than diamond? Well, no, but it's rarer. Sure, but like I feel like platinum seems like a step down. Unobtainium. <laughs> that's, that's my vote. He's got a he's got a vibranium. Oh my god, <laughs> vibranium play button. Someone breaks into his house to you know like he stalk him and everything. He pulls his, out the, yeah, the play throws button. Throws into their skull. <laughs> Captain America. Kryptonite, oh maybe. Yeah. Maybe maybe they just send them the keys to the YouTube headquarters, you know. <laughs> they melt down the keys to the headquarters. And what what if it's it just made out of all those chairs that he's been selling? <laughs> <laughs> like miniature chairs, or is this a giant play button? No no no! I'm saying that like they took like a thousand of those reclining chairs, and then they. Like compact them down, like take them to the, take them to the junkyard and crush them. 
refine them and turn them into a diamond play button. Yeah. That could be cool. Um... All right, Andrew, I know you heard about the leaked DBZ audio. Ryan, did you catch any of this? No. I envy you. I didn't listen to it, so I at least have some sense of innocence left. So this whole thing is pretty transparently a ploy by both Vic Magonia's lawyers and then people who are standing for him to, like, create a kind of a double standard situation of, see, our the, the guy we are obsessed with for some reason isn't so bad because other people in the anime dub industry were also problematic at one point. And that involved leaking this audio, although... Apparently it had been out already, and bo- both of the voice actors involved had apologized for it. Uh, that being the voice of Goku, Sean Schemmel, and uh, Christopher Sabat, who uh, voices Vegeta, Piccolo, and a number of other characters, uh, prominent characters. And, yeah, it's them just kind of saying some crass jokes in the voice of the characters, uh, with the most problematic element of it being that uh, Sean Schemmel said the word faggot in the voice of Goku in what has come out to be a video from 2002. Which, I'm not going to defend what he said, but it is a whole different social climate in what was nearly two decades ago now. And it was a minute. <laughs> Like, it was a minute of conversation that happened yesterday, and it's weird and wild, and I don't know if I have the energy to talk any more about it, unless either of you have something to say about it. No, not really. No? We're good? We're good. Any memes that are not Fire Emblem related? They're really Fire Emblem memes? There are Fire Emblem memes. Oh, boy. There has uh, been the meme, um, the lasagna. Lasagna, I feel like, has been blowing up lately. I haven't seen any lasagna memes. Ah. So I saw like, the, uh, like the frozen lasagna. Yeah. It's like yeah. nine pictures, and the eight around the edges are, like, good things that people like, or, like, you know, warm things. And the middle is, like, you know bad things or like cold things as if you like reheated lasagna because you can never heat up the middle Mm. (laughs) Cadbury Cadbury solved racism did you guys see that? oh Oh my god yeah Yeah. (laughs) so was it apparently that was only in Africa like they only released wasn't it India? or India yes yes it was to I think they said they were trying to deal with like the cast system issues and the uh and the uh like just really heavy hard-hitting racism between like hindus and muslims and yeah it was it was real fucking weird just different uh, shades of chocolate like i saw that and my initial thought was 
Oh, cool. A chocolate bar that has white chocolate, milk chocolate, and dark chocolate on it. Neat. I bet that has an audience. But then I immediately found out that that was a diversity initiative for some reason. <laughs> and fucking balked at it. Who approved it? Cadbury. Yeah. Fucking Christ. Cadbury. And they're all separate. <laughs> they didn't, oh, they didn't like, they? mix <laughs> the colors. I thought it was one bar. It is one bar, but like they're all sectioned off. Like oh. there's the... each color has its own mini section of like individual squares. There's the white on top. Obviously, <laughs> in the picture, yeah, white chocolate is on top, which is yeah. Then you got the milk chocolate a little bit below it, and then just on the bottom, there's a bunch of dark chocolate. <laughs> yeah, it's, I know someone tweeted that this is abs- as absurd as. Kendall Jenner fighting police brutality with Pepsi. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't know what people are thinking with these types of campaigns. Mm. Oh well. But then we got some Fire Emblem memes, and I'm still playing that. Moving into the breakouts, still having a lot of fun with it. Um, but then, yeah, apparently Twitter user Limp Biscuit uh, just. Decided what if these were the the characters in this game acted like actual high school students with Twitter accounts and I think it's pretty fun. And, yeah, sure. And it's in a way that I can't really explain because neither of you are familiar with the characters, but <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> what? I said, you're so right. Yeah? I feel for you. You're missing out on it. I'm, I, I feel for you guys. I feel bad. Missing is a strong term. Andrew, buy a Switch already so you can so you can play the 60-hour video game and get these memes. So, I am buying a Nintendo Switch tomorrow. Oh. oh. And I have no plans to buy this game. <laughs> what? Are you getting smashed, though? Yep. Oh, you're gonna get your ass kicked by Ian. I am. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good lord. But, but hey, I can I can make myself feel a little bit better when I play with Lucas. So. Oh wow. Ooh. Nah, dude, I'm gonna get really. The flag has been planted. I'm... The gloves are off. I'm gonna get really good as hero and then just beat your ass with RNG. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna happen. <laughs> oh man. Ryan watches Ian play this game a lot, and I feel like he's more knowledgeable than either of us in the actual meta of this game. I, I actually, yeah, the meta and everything. Like, I know the, like... <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Donkey Kong, he's got a really strong back air. And, like, I don't... <laughs> I, I wouldn't even begin to be able to tell you, <laughs> you just how to execute say that. a bunch of stats. Like, <laughs> no, Wait, I what know. I that these are things, yeah. Oh, the down B there? Like, that's an iffy move. That these, there's 12 frames of recovery time with him. I don't, I don't know if that's what you should be going for. Like, Wait, what are my values? He's got a much better quick attack, and it's going to be really difficult to tech on that ledge, so... Like, I don't even fucking know the first thing about how to play. I just know the meta. Is Donkey Kong legitimately, like, a strong character in Smash Ultimate right now? No. It's not weak. Okay. I mean, yeah, Hero's, like, OP. Right. But they they always 
the DLC characters are always OP for like the first month or so, and then they patch them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's, there's Inkling's really fun. Inkling's got the paint roller, and yeah. then you turn around and fucking bash people. <laughs> it's basically unstoppable. So you gotta catch them yeah. when they run out of ink, though. That's their weakness. Well, if you're smart, then you don't run out of ink. Oh. Big brain. Oh. It's big brain time. Galaxy brain. Yeah. <laughs> and then the only other... Well, I guess I have one other breakout I can talk about a little bit. But the only other major breakout I have is that Emma and I finished JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Battle Tendency English Dub, which asks the simple question, Who would win? A tribe of super beings who are literally two links above mankind on the food chain? Or one tricky boy? Tricky I like how human boy? Tricky human boy. I like how you typed out super bings. <laughs> not, not super beings. Super bing. I, uh, what's, it's weird to... Hmm. No, go ahead. So tribe, tribe almost insinuates, you know, like a more... Uh, basic level of social structure so it's interesting are they like definitely a tribe like it's like a tribal culture like a tribal structure they are definitely they are very heavily uh, based on Aztec Aztec culture and it's only like there are only like four of them in the entirety of the series yeah so not really a Full tribe. <laughs> there used to be more, but they killed them because of internal politics. So like that you it, do. Yeah. So this, turns out we're not so different. <laughs> you and I. Um, this part was a lot of fun. This part is definitely what I would recommend to anybody who's like, I've heard about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I, I have a free weekend. I'll check out an episode or two. And it's just... Andrew. Oh, sorry. Yep. Nope. Talking to you specifically, Andrew. And well, that's not what I was going to say, but Andrew, how much do you know about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Nothing. Do you know, like, anything at all? Like, not even the like, characters or structure I, or anything? I know that, like, some people have, like, superpowers called stands, and in some no. regards, it, like, it's, like, so, as far as I can tell, the way Lucas has told me about it they don't actually do anything the, the superpowers are just they like summon another thing that fights for them it, lucas is that right or wrong uh some of the time yeah okay um and i know that it's super gay like yeah like, like not like not trying to disparage anyone but it's just so fucking gay i mean yeah kind of in the same way that if you just take a step back and look at some of the shit that was in He-Man. It's like that's kind of gay. But then no, this no, just, no, Lucas, this is this, this is different. <laughs> this just leans into the homoeroticism, and it's pretty great. Well, I knew literally nothing about it until now, so now I feel like I'm conversational. Um, when I remember when someone says like, "Oh, did you see that new part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure?" I'd be like. Yeah, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> they had superpowers and stuff. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> the new season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5 is is maybe the gayest yet, and it's pretty great. There you go. But uh, I, I remember that uh, back in college, Lucas and Emma really wanted me to 
try watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. They said, you know, you would really like it. And that, you know, I just wasn't giving it a chance. I'm like, no, it looks really fucking stupid. And then they're like, no, please, come on. You know, you you watched Dragon Ball and you didn't think you'd like that. But, you know, here you are watching it, which is a little different because I watch it to make fun of it. Well, but but then so we sat down in their apartment and Emma put on what she said was the best episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I think Lucas disagreed with her a little bit, but, you know, they agreed this is a good episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I hated it. <laughs> it's not entertaining at all. I think you would like part two. I think you would like this guy who <laughs> beats up, like, vampires, yes, but also guys that eat vampires who are also thousands of years old and don't know how society is developed by doing pretty basic magic tricks to fake them out. But see, that seems lame to me. <laughs> like, they just... We obviously do not have the same idea of what, like, cool is. Right. It can't be reconciled. It's like, yesterday, Jade... I, I was with Jade and her sister and her family up north, and Jade and her sister were talking to each other about some YouTuber that they follow, and... It was like, oh, she's the coolest person ever. And I said, what makes her cool? And they said, well, for one thing, when she was younger, she went to clown college. <laughs> college to be a fucking clown. And afterwards, she ran a ghost detective agency. And I said, but that's the lamest thing I've yeah. ever heard. <laughs> Those two things are top five lamest things I've ever heard of any person. These, that's a lore in a young adult Fiction story. It's just like, it can't be reconciled. <laughs> it's like when we talked about before, like, you know, people that are, you know, okay, you know, like, with, you know, kids being in cages. And we're like, but but that's not good. And they're like, yeah, but it's fine. And it's like, okay, we can't have a discussion on this. <laughs> I, you're... You've I'm escalated. Not say, I'm, not saying those, I'm not saying those two things are comparable. They kind of are. <laughs> you might as well just start thinking that kids in cages is fine if you're uh, pro this YouTuber. Mm. That's that's my understanding. Mm. Uh, anyway, what are you guys checking out? Uh, Ryan, how's the boys? I finished the boys. And? Um, I think you would like it, Lucas, definitely. Okay. Andrew, I think you'd like it too. Um, it doesn't have to be super high up on the priority list. Like I, I thought it was an incredible concept um, that wasn't executed perfectly, but from what I've read about the source material, it really uh, a lot of the times it would delve into just total like edgy for the sake of edginess, right? Like, you know, just wanting to be an edge lord. It doesn't really have any meaning or doesn't advance the plot. Um, and so they have to deal with that and like kind of make it more like TV ready and like, you know, good for a mainstream audience. Uh, I thought some of the performances in particular stuck out to me is like there were some characters that scared the shit out of me. And like, I'm still dealing with the fact that like, I'm like, wow, what if that was a thing? Are you talking about um, Homelander? Homelander is fucking terrifying. <laughs> like evil, evil Superman is next fucking level when you think about 
like the implications of something like that. Um, and yeah, I don't, it's 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 good. It's definitely worth a watch. And it's only eight episodes, so you can hop on early. Season two is already ordered. They leave it on quite the cliffhanger, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I, I recommend it. Very cool. Andrew, you checking anything out? Um, not really yet. You know, like I said, I'm going to go buy a Nintendo Switch tomorrow morning and should be enjoying that for a while. A uh, little bit of a funny anecdote that I want to say because, you know, this, this offseason more than like any other year, I've been really getting into like the nitty gritty of football, you know, like the NFL, you know, different transactions that are happening, the you know, how different teams are stacked up, you know, especially with the Packers. It's a new coach, a uh, lot of new players. So it just, it's been really exciting for me. And uh, my birthday is in a little over a week. And my dad knew that I was really getting into, you know, the different rosters. So he bought me a Darnell Savage jersey, hey. you know, one of the rookies for the Packers, free safety. He knew I was really excited about them, you know, drafting him. You know, where's number 26? Or at least he did until an hour after my dad I'm gave serious. me the jersey. Today he switched his number from 26 oh to 21 after roster cuts. Oh. Dude, that is a fucking collectible now. Yeah, that is actually true. Your jersey's almost say, cooler now. I, I am torn between, because he got it at the Lambo, uh, Lambo Field Pro Shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he said he had the receipt because he didn't know if it would fit me or, you know, whatever. So, like, I called him. I'm like, yo, you are not going to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, oh, you know, like, we're, like him and I are going to go to a game later in September. Uh, that's going to be my first game. But he's like, we'll just go to the pro shop and we'll trade it in for the new number. And I'm, I'm thinking, like, yeah, you know, like, I should probably get the actual number. No. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> dude, this is, this is kind of fucking, like, this is not going to be around for much longer. Dude, you, you vacuum seal that shit. <laughs> That, I'm mean, not saying it's going to be worth, like, thousands of dollars of, uh, someday. But if he turns out to be a star player, then, like, that might be a couple hundred dollars worth of football memorabilia. I mean, I don't think I would keep it to sell it as, like, a collector's item, you know? All right. But, I mean, yeah, it's like, do I want to not look like a fucking weirdo <laughs> walking around with the wrong number on my back? Or, you know, do I... Uh, you know, keep the cool, you know, like very unique piece of memorabilia. I say you keep it, you wear it around, and then when people call you out on it, you can pull that football knowledge on them. You can say, uh, no, actually, this is from a limited run before the roster cuts, and then just fucking flex on them, man. Yeah. Savage is a great, great jersey. Yes, absolutely. Got a great name. Mm hmm. And rookie showing a lot of promise. I think I might wait a year, <laughs> but hey, you know what? Fair enough, man. You gotta get it while it's hot off the presses. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really trying to get a new jersey now that Randall Cobb's been traded. Yeah. Oh my god, it's such a stressful thing. I don't. I think my safest bet is David Bakhtiari. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's just no feasible world that we let him walk. Um, and I like him, and I like his personality a lot. Mm-hmm. But I really want a Kenny Clark. And I just I'm not sure that we're necessarily gonna be gonna Extend keep them. Him. Like, yeah, like we the should. Idiots. We yeah, no, should. we 100% should. Yeah. 
But after Mike Daniels got cut, I'm like, all bets are off, man. I mean, if you anything can happen. If you want to take some risk and get a jersey that you might not see out there as much, you might get yourself a Zadarius Smith jersey. If hmm. if not for you know the fact that it kind of looks like he might be, you know, the center of our defense, other than you know Blake Martinez. Yeah. Um, or Kenny Clark, depending on how you look at it. But like, he's just a really personable guy. He just got like the world's biggest smile and he was really happy to like get his break in Green Bay. And as soon as he came here, he started doing a whole bunch of stuff in the community. So he's a very, very likable guy. Yeah. And then the third option was Jair Alexander, who's similar to Kenny Clark in that like, you know, mm-hmm. I love him. I think he's a great player. I think he's got a bright future. And I'm just worried that after his rookie contract's up, mm. we're going we're gonna to be sketched out and not pay him. I mean, so. if you're if you're looking for a guy that, you know, does not have an extension yet, but you maybe don't want to be worried about an extension, get a Blake Martinez jersey cuz yeah. if we d- if we don't extend him, like that's fucking it. Mm. We Blake got Martinez n- is too white bread for me. <laughs> like I I know he streams on Twitch and all that <laughs> stuff, but when he's on the field, he's such like a bland like, you know, play football player. I love I love Jair Alexander's trash talk because he's got like, personality. Yeah. yeah, David David Bakhtiari on uh, like during the Bucks games, how he would be like chugging beers and stuff. And yeah, I just think Kenny Clark is like the best player on defense, so that's my third. So I think if if I knew that all three of those players were going to be extended, it would probably go Kenny Clark, Jair Alexander, then David Bakhtiari. But David Bakhtiari is the only one that I'm like 100 like we're going to keep him for the rest of his career. So. Or at least the rest of, you know... His healthy career. Yeah, yeah. The, the rest of the time that he's an elite left tackle, which should be at least seven or eight more years. So, yeah. We'll see. Or all three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just bust out the dough. Get those cheap Chinese knockoffs. Although David Bakhtiari does take a hit from the fact that he's number 69. Because I don't want anyone to think it's, like, as a meme. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Kept, oh, I'm getting number sixty-nine. Cause ha ha ha. Like, no, I actually think he's probably the best. Him, him, and Aaron Rodgers are pretty neck and neck for best player players on the, on the team. Packers. Yeah. So, ooh, J.K. I mean, Scott would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> the young boy, the he, young lad. He does look like a child. He's not a so he's not a memes. rookie though, you know. He's, no, he's a second year player. <laughs> yeah, and he looks like he's like thirteen years old. <laughs> do you do you remember uh, do you remember Shum the punter we had before yes, J.K. Scott who's ripped, dude. just fucking shredded. Man. Yeah, he's a punter. He doesn't is, have to look like that. Well, now J.K. Scott is like the exact opposite. <laughs> he looks like three children standing on each other's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> six foot six with the face of a thirteen year old boy. Oh man, you gotta love it. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm dealing with. Um, fantasy football. We're not gonna talk about it a lot. Doing drafts tomorrow though. Bring it, um, Lucas. You can actually take care of business. I don't know if this should be in the podcast, but oh well. Um, you are next up on picking the draft order. You have the fourth choice, and the first three picks have been taken. Which pick do you want? Wait, I thought we did it live. No, we were no, doing yeah, what we, we did last year. Yeah, we draft live, but which which pick do you want? Oh. You get to choose your pick. I Choose your selection. 
one through three have already been taken? Yes. So four through eight are your choices. Then I want number four. All right. Okay. Something tells me not a lot of thought went into that, but that's fair. I <laughs> go ahead and take it. You're right. Not a lot of thought went into it. Is it somehow more advantageous to me to be like, yeah, I want to be number eight? Yes, because it's a snake draft. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if you if you do research and you think, hey, players number four through eight are very similar, and I don't think that number four is necessarily going to do that much better than number eight, you could then choose to you know draft eighth take the eighth best guy and then you also get the ninth best guy in addition rather than the fourth best guy and then the 11th best guy so there's there's there can be strategy okay. but last year it was just reverse standings order oh okay. <laughs> just totally cracked out that way so there you go well let me tell you ryan i have not put a lot of thought into it then fair enough and i am confident in my ability to get to the playoffs again this year like I have two of the three previous. But you okay. didn't last year, did you? I said two of the three. No, you didn't. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did not last year, but two years before that, you did. Uh, in my other league in high school, I am entering our eighth season. Wow. Which is kind of wow. getting cool that it's it's getting to be like a historical thing, you know? Like It's, it's like, yeah, it's me around. and the boys, we've always had this league. Yeah. I remember, I remember our first draft at uh, Dakota Perrin's house, and we we didn't we did it on like a cardboard draft board. Yeah, we wrote down names. <laughs> it was super low tech. It was great. <laughs> I, for one, am still slightly broken from losing in the championship game or championship week two years in a row, getting second place both years. Have you changed your name to Choking Hazard yet? I have not. I have not chosen my name yet. It's going to be a tonight thing. Okay. I thought you were going to be Choking Hazard. We did. A, there was a whole big thing about it. Well, yeah, but then you bitched about it, and I kind of felt bad, so I'm like, okay. I just made a comment about how I too. choke more than you do. <laughs> we're doing this argument live in the podcast. Yeah, is this still on the podcast? <laughs> no, nah, we're going to cut it. I, I did it? pretty good. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I watched the second episode of The Righteous Gemstones. Hmm. This show absolutely delights in depicting just how fucking awful the lives of these obscenely rich people is, are, whatever. And I love it. <laughs> Like, I mean, like, yeah, I do know that they're shitty people, but, like, it is fiction, you know? <laughs> like, these characters could absolutely be way worse or better than their real-life counterparts. I, no, I get it. It's just, like, right now where we are in society, I appreciate a show that... Very much makes the point of, yeah, this obscene level of wealth and societal status that a lot of people spend their lives pursuing or a lot of people glorify. Not actually all that great. And at this very moment in time, I I just personally enjoy that. There you go. 
Um, trying to think of anything crazy happened in the most recent episode. Uh, uh, I don't know. Whatever. It, it, that gets into spoiler territory. And I know, Ryan, you said you were thinking about checking it out. But um, I don't know. One thing that just builds on the misery of these terrible people's lives is that uh, Adam Devine's character, his only friend is a former Satanist that he kind of reformed and made see the light of God. And he is just super weird the entire time. Like he is constantly talking about how he would kill himself if Adam Devine asked him to. And that it... The show is really good. The show is really good and really poignant. There you go. I uh, love it. I. Uh, first episode was an hour long. Second episode was only half an hour long. So Ryan, if you want to check it out, uh, not not a major time investment. Um, Andrew, are you still watching Final Space? I am. I have not watched last week's episode. Jade and I had fallen behind a few weeks, so we. Uh, watched the episodes that we missed throughout the week but we still have to catch up on last week's how do you feel about them bringing avocado back just to make him evil well they didn't really make him evil uh, they they brought him back for an emotional twist I, yeah, and something like, that like it to me it didn't feel quite as cheap as you seem to think it was because they had kind of talked about it all season mm-hmm. it wasn't just like a oh by the way avocado's back uh, and like it was a, a thing that they had been talking about and then they were able to do it and then yeah and it was like like oh like you're my dad but like also Gary is my dad now and it's yeah it's a whole thing they didn't really make him evil because possessed but yeah, yeah he, he got possessed by space Satan I guess space devil space devil um, Hugh having tasers is fun. Yeah. And really just Tom Kenny voicing a bunch of weird side characters is fun. Yeah. Like... There's a... I, I've said it before. There's a lot of weird, like, random, acclaimed, like, talent in this show that really kind of gives it an edge. I still can't believe Stephen Ewan... A growingly respected actor is voicing a character named Little Kato. Yeah. It's pretty great. Um. Alright, that's all the shit I had written down or can think of off the top of my head. We're a little short on time. Do we want to shoot the shit over anything? I don't think we're short on time. It's been over an hour. Well, yeah, but we've been averaging like an hour and a half lately. Let's bring down that average. <laughs> Everyone knows that if you want more views in a podcast, you should definitely just make it really long. <laughs> we're giving the people what they want. Less of this podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sick self-burn. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, sick, man. You know what we should do? What? 
We should play Fortnite. Fucking... No. Yeah? <laughs> I hear they got mechs and shit in it now, and they nerfed the mechs because people were complaining. Also, there's like a volcano, and there has been for a while, and I guess I'm an old because I don't know that off the top of my head. And there's Borderlands. What? Or Borderlands is coming or something. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah, an they, odd crossover. They're, they're doing a weird limited time Borderlands thing. <laughs> You know what? After Thanos mode, anything is on the fucking table. It is. It really is. Do you think Do you think they paid Disney for that or did Disney pay them? Wait, no, was that the fucking trade-off so that there was the one scene of Fortnite in Avengers Endgame? What? uh okay so fortnite had a limited time thanos eh, mode um when both endgame and infinity war came out you know both both separate times and then yeah yeah in endgame there was like a scene where thor was playing fortnite lucas thinks it was like a tit for tat where fortnite (laughs) got to have the avengers in its game and disney got to have fortnite in its movie it's possible. I I really don't know. <laughs> Andrew, over the course of this conversation, you are now on the clock. Which oh, uh, which spot you want? One through six are taken. You want seven or eight? Oh, I okay. Seven and eight are the only ones. Yes. So wait, does that mean you chose six? I did. Ah. I actually knew my spot though. <laughs> <laughs> um. How long do I have to decide? Now! I don't want to do it on the podcast. Well, you don't have to. Okay. But you are on the clock, so you'll let me know. Yep, I am on the clock. I just need a little bit of time to decide. Talk us through it. Wait, well, what are the pros and cons? Keep recording. No, Lucas, the, the podcast is over. <laughs> We're still recording, Andrew. So long as we're recording, the podcast is happening, and you can't stop because we haven't done a clap sync yet. You bastard. Okay, let's do it. Holding them hostage. I am reading 18, 19, 20. Oh, you absolute dick. What? Not no, wanting to doing? talk it through on the podcast. It's, it's not good content. Uh, 45? Sure. Stopping. Thank you so much for listening to uh, what was, give me one second to pull it up, the 64th episode of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please remember to like this episode, leave a review, and subscribe to it. Also be sure to check us out on Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash voluntary underscore viewing. Got a lot of tears on there. Would really appreciate the the support. support. Also be sure to follow us on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast and send us an email. uh, Voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. If you have any questions for us or want to reach out for any business opportunities, 
can also send us a message over SoundCloud for business opportunities. I'm Lucas DeWriter. I write a bunch of stuff online, and you can follow it all on Twitter at Lucas DeWriter. Um, re- we recorded this on Sunday, September 1st. Happy September. Bye.